This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Lisa Johns-Gross. What would you say is your primary role in the line dance community? I teach weekly classes and I choreograph. I love choreographing. Mm. And what area are you based out of? Uh, South Florida, Fort Pierce. Mm. What got you into line dance to begin with? 93, I started dancing for exercise and fun and been at it ever since. Mm. How did you get into instruction and choreography? Sheerly by accident. My uh, teacher that had been teaching myself and my friends um, moved. And we had this great group of people that wanted to stay together. And they all, I'd been helping the teacher out for the last year, you know, setting up and breaking down and being her back row girl and whatnot. And so they were all nominated me. You got to do this. You got to keep us together. And so I did. And then I started going to workshops and learning as much as I could to to be better at what I did. And along with that came the drive to choreograph, and I love that, so. What are some of your dances that folks would recognize? Um, Barefoot and blue jeans, that was a big one for me, as well as honky-tonk boots. To this day, that's still one of the biggest ones I've done. Mm -hmm. Um, And most recently, backseat kiss. Mm -hmm. And I did that this weekend, that was a lot of fun, so. Hmm. What is it about a song that grabs you and says, this song needs a dance? Sometimes it's the, the lyrics, hmm. other times it's the beat, um, and when you hear it, you just hear it and know you, <laughs> you have to get that pen to paper. Hmm. Do you collaborate as well, or do you do I your do. solo? I, oh, okay. Yeah, I have. I've done a few. Um, Gail Dawson, I did one most recently with her. Um, I've done over 100 dances in the last 25 years, so I, I've collaborated a few times over wow. the years. Are there any uh, people on your maybe someday list? I don't think so. I mean, there's a lot of people I, I would be happy to do to do it with, but mm-hmm. I haven't really, I, there's no specific person that I'm itching to do it with necessarily. Hmm. Do you find that teaching at events and teaching back home is different in any ways, or is it uh, just the same on a larger scale? Um, I think for the most part it's the same on a larger scale, mm-hmm. and... Um, Maybe at events you have more experienced dancers, so you can sometimes cover more in a class than you might be able to at home with a less experienced dancer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What can you tell me about the flowery accessories that <laughs> I saw in uh, one of your teachers today? Uh-huh. Well, the dance was one of the ones I taught today. Mm-hmm. It was called Hawaiian Girl. So everybody got laid, (laughs) brought the flowers, and everybody got one. I do that in most of my classes at home when I teach that dance, and it's just fun. They like it, and a little fun accessory to add to the mix. Is that your first dance that has had an accessory to it? Um, Yes, actually, it has. It Mm. is, yeah. Where do you find inspiration for uh, perhaps your teaching style or your choreography style. Are there any instructors and choreographers out there that you look to as being shining positive examples of uh, people to watch? I love Jamie Marshall. Mm. I've known her a very long time and I've taken a lot of um, classes from her and she's always real helpful about technique and things that's going to help the dancer be a better dancer and so I enjoy her a lot. I also really love Rachel mm-hmm. and so those two I look at their stuff a lot and, and teach. Mm. I love that in the line dance community 
you can say Rachel and people know immediately who that is. Yes, I uh, agree. I was going to clarify, uh, clarify Rachel McEnany White, and I thought, oh, anyone who's listening to this already knows. Exactly. <laughs> so when you travel, is there anything that uh, you find to be especially helpful with you on the road when you go to events, like must-pack items that we should all maybe carry in our, our uh, suitcases as well? We pack a toaster oven. Hmm. <laughs> a toaster oven for the leftovers for breakfast in the room, for lunch when your feet are tired and you want to go take off your shoes for an hour and eat. Hmm. A toaster oven. Wow. I don't know if I ever would. <laughs> and that's if we, most of the time we drive. So if, if we fly, we obviously can't do that. But when we drive, yeah. Hmm. Now, your students, I, I imagine you know, once they've gotten into line dance, uh, there are various factors that keep them in, whether it's the friendship, the camaraderie, uh, the music, exercise. How do you get people interested in line dance? How do you share it with them for the first time? Well, um, I'm stumped. I, I'm not really sure, you know. Mm. Uh, we. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough question. I've heard different people answer in different ways. Um, some folks will advertise in their local activities guide uh, that gets mailed out. Some people will put out uh, flyers on tables where there's a lot of foot traffic. Uh, I've heard a lot of people just say word of mouth is what does it, you know, bring a friend sort of a thing. Right, and where I live, um, this is my 25th year teaching, so mm -hmm. I think that word of mouth is a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But I also teach in um, community centers, so the county does bulletins they put it in the newspaper so the last five new people I've gotten probably over the last few weeks came from county mm -hmm. advertising that sort of thing and I do a lot on social media mm -hmm. you know because that's the way of the world these days so mm -hmm. I do a lot of promotion that way mm -hmm. speaking of social media is there a way that people can best get in contact with you if they wanted to reach out how would they go about doing that Facebook's the best way I'd say I'm on mm -hmm. Facebook how do you spell your name for those who are typing right now Lisa, L-I-S-A, mm -hmm. and the last name is J-O-H-N-S hyphen G-R-O-S-E. Hmm. Okay. If there were one message that you could put out to the entire Lion Dance universe who is listening right now, what would that message be? Just something for them to think about, maybe to apply in their own lives. Dance family. We're all one great big family, and um, if you haven't tried this, you should, mm -hmm. because it expands so many different parts of your life, your mental health, because dance takes you away from everything, your physical health, it's obviously good for you, the cardio, the, the work, but the people and the camaraderie is one of the things that you might not even know you're missing hmm. in your life. Wow. And one final question before you head back out to life of line dance travel. Mm -hmm. um, if there were one dance that you'd recommend for everyone to learn right now, any level, uh, any choreographer, any era, if there's a dance that you think would just light up a person for them to learn, even if they're not ready for it right now, if, if it might be a little more advanced or if it's a beginner dance that everyone should know because it's a classic and you, know, you can dance it three states over, what dance should everyone learn? Everyone should know Come Dance With Me. Mm. <laughs> you can do that anywhere, anytime, any place, and if you don't know it, you should learn that one. All right, that's Come Dance With Me by Joe Thompson Smansky, I believe. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Lisa, for joining us here on Lion Dance Podcast. Uh, I look forward to seeing you at the, the next event. And uh, yeah, till next time, we'll see you on the thank dance floor. Thank you so much for having me.